Hello and welcome to the Arise and Build podcast. This is Jody Grace and we're here to inspire, educate, and activate believers in Missouri to steward and protect freedom in every area of life, especially here in the heart of America. We're going to be talking about what's happening right here in our culture, how it connects to scripture, and what we can do to bring our conservative Christian values back into the public square. If you haven't already, I'd love for you to go ahead, hit the subscribe button so you can get our updates and join us as we work together, just like Nehemiah and the Israelites did, to arise and build a wall around the great state of Missouri. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 19 of Arise and Build. This is going to be a short one today and I'm actually a little bit late. I've gotten behind schedule, uh, but I don't want to miss it. It's a great opportunity to talk about something that I think is important, especially if you have kids um, in school right now. And I say this because we've experienced uh, this ourselves in our family. I have four sons and a couple of years ago, around this time of year, my eighth grader, he was in the eighth grade at the time, uh, he came home from school and I was just interested, you know, um, I was interested to know what they had taught him about Columbus Day. And I assumed that he learned what I had learned when I was in school. Um, He goes to a public school. It's a school just outside of Jefferson City. It's a small, more rural school and pretty conservative area. So um, I really had no idea that he wouldn't have gotten the traditional education um, surrounding Columbus and Columbus Day. But I was just uh, curious. And so I asked him, hey, Harrison, you know, did you learn anything this week about Columbus? And he said, well, we didn't talk about it this year, but we talked about it last year. And I said, oh, really? Well, you know, what did, what did you learn? What, what do you know about Columbus? And he said, well, that guy's a fraud mom. I don't even know why we celebrate him. We really shouldn't be celebrating him because really he was pretty dumb. He made a big mistake. He didn't even go where he thought he was going. He owned slaves and he really wasn't somebody that we should be celebrating at all. And I was just shocked honestly. (laughs) I was really shocked because he had actually learned that from his seventh grade history teacher or social studies teacher. And uh, we really liked the teacher. He enjoyed that, that teacher a lot, but I was really shocked. And he had, it had been a year. I mean, he learned that in his seventh grade year. I wasn't talking to him until eighth grade. I didn't think to ask him about it during his seventh grade year. And so he had believed that, um, you know, until I discovered that that's what he believed. And then, of course, we sat down and we talked about it. And I, I told him that my perspective, you know, was, yes, we know that he didn't intend to come to the Americas. We know that. But isn't it amazing, the providence of God, that he can take something Um, that could be perceived even as a mistake and turn it around, um, you know, do such great things with that. Um, And so I, I flipped the perspective and we talked about the truth of history. And um, I don't know, it just spurred a lot of conversation in the house. And since then, I've even dug a little bit deeper 
and realized that even what I was taught um, wasn't exactly, of course, I went to public school. I should, I guess, say that. I did go to public school. I enjoyed my public school. Um, very small rural school in uh, South Central Missouri. And I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And I think it was a great education, but still it was public school. So it wasn't from a Christian or uh, perspective or a Christian worldview. And so um, as I've gotten a little more educated about this topic, I discovered a few things that I want to share with you because maybe you don't know them either. And so the point of today's podcast is a couple of things. First of all, I really want to encourage you to talk to your kids. Just ask the question, you know, take time to ask the question, hey, what did you learn about this? And uh, then if you find out that it wasn't correct, uh, you have an opportunity to, uh, you know, bring your insight into that conversation. But uh, I, d I hadn't even thought to ask. So I would encourage you to ask your kids, what did you learn about Columbus this week, if anything? And uh, then the second is, I want to share with you a resource that I really enjoy. Um, it is called the Founder's Bible. Um, it is a New American Standard version of scripture, but this um, edition was written by David Barton, who's a historian, and he has a huge collection of founding documents, um, actually in a museum in Texas. And so sprinkled throughout this Bible are incredible articles and information about our founding fathers, the history of the United States. And I wanted to share with you um, some information from an article inside this Bible that is about Christopher Columbus. And um, so from here, and this article is referencing, like I said, these found these um, really the very original documents. So what you should know is that Christopher Columbus documented everything. He was very much a believer in a Jesus. He was a Christian, a Catholic Christian, and um, his heart and his mission in his voyage was to spread the gospel. Now, did he realize he was coming to um, the new world and not, not um, you know, the Indies in beginning? No, but his heart and his purpose in the mission was to spread the gospel. And you can find that information in his own writings, which David Barton um, has found. I haven't been to the museum in, uh, in Texas, but I would love to go. And within his writings, one of the things that Christopher Columbus uh, wrote was, a, he had a book that he called the Book of Prophecies. And it wasn't him prophesying, but he actually copied the prophecies from scripture. So you can tell by that book, some of the um, scriptures that he held very dear to his heart. And one of those passages is Isaiah chapter 42, verses one through seven. And so I just want to read you this so that you know um, where, where his heart was in this voyage and in this mission. Uh, let's see, Isaiah chapter 42, verse one, and this is the New American Standard. Behold my servant who I uphold, my chosen one in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry out or raise his voice, nor make his voice heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a dimly burning wick he will not extinguish. He will faithfully bring forth justice. 
He will not be disheartened or crushed until he has established justice in the earth, and the coastlands will wait expectantly for his law. Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and its offspring, who gives breath to the people on it and the spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will also hold you by the hand and watch over you, and I will appoint you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the nations, to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the dungeon, and those who dwell in darkness from the prison. I am the Lord. That is my name. I will not give my glory to another, nor my praise to graven images. <clears throat> so that was um, one of his foundational scriptures for his life. Excuse me. <clears throat> and um, here's another excerpt from one of his writings. Uh, he explained and said this, I have seen and put in study to look into all the scriptures which our Lord opened to my understanding. I could sense his hand upon me so that it became clear to me that it was feasible to navigate from here to the Indies and he gave me the will to execute the idea. So Christopher Columbus was a great believer in the scriptures. He believed he was hearing from God. He believed he was appointed and anointed to take that voyage, and he believed that he was doing it to spread the gospel. Um, another set of scripture, another scripture that he held very dear that he um, he wrote was Jeremiah 1.5. And it says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you a prophet to the nations. So again, um, you know, when you hear that, Christopher Columbus owned slaves and he was this, that, or the other, and uh, whatever. That's just, you know, it is true that he owned slaves. So did the majority of people during that time. And of course, we don't support that. But his heart um, was to spread the gospel in his voyage. He felt commissioned by God for the voyage, and he shared that with other people, Um Here's another excerpt from one of his writings. He says, I found our Lord well disposed toward my heart's desire, and he gave me the spirit of intelligence for the task. The holy and sacred scriptures, a strong and clear testimony, encouraging me to proceed and continually without ceasing for a moment, they inflame me with a sense of great urgency. And then when Columbus spoke, uh, or he wrote King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella of Spain, who were the ones who sponsored that voyage, this is what he told them. All those who heard about my enterprise rejected it with laughter, scoffing at me. Who doubts that this illumination was from the Holy Spirit? I attest that he, with marvelous rays of light, consoled me through the holy and sacred scriptures, a strong and clear testimony with 44 books of the Old Testament, four gospels with 23 epistles of those blessed epistles encouraging me to proceed. Bibles in that time uh, included the inner testament books of the Apocrypha. Uh, but he goes on to say, No one should be afraid to take on any enterprise in the name of our Savior if it is right and if the purpose is purely for his holy service. I stated that above in some of my prophecies uh, no, I stated above that some of the prophecies remained yet to be fulfilled. And I say that they are great things in the world. And I say that the sign which convinces me that our Lord is hastening the end of the world is the preaching of the gospel recently 
in so many lands. So um, I really would encourage you, if you feel like you're maybe not as educated as you'd like to be um, in American history and how it relates to scripture, and if you'd like to learn more about how the founding of our nation truly was from a Christian worldview, I would highly recommend this copy of the Bible, the Founder's Bible. Um, I, it's the new, the new American Standard Version, and um, it was put together by David Barton. So I highly recommend that. Um, those things that I read to you were writ, uh, read to you from that Bible. And um, so I just think that it's so important that we know the truth and that we teach our children the truth. And unfortunately, even in our small towns, even in our conservative areas that we think we are safe, we assume that our schools are teaching the things that we learned. Uh, the truth is most of us who were in public school didn't learn that Christian worldview either, even though we didn't learn this leftist view we really didn't learn the Christian worldview perspective of it. And now, even in our small schools across Missouri, um, I'm not saying all of them. I'm sure there are some wonderful, in fact, even this school district have some wonderful, really grounded uh, Christian teachers who are teaching history and social studies. But you just don't know what they're actually saying. You don't know what every teacher is actually teaching because we're not there. And we can't ask all the questions. The kids don't come and repeat everything that they heard. But in regard to history and the founding of our nation, it's really important that we understand the truth and that we share the truth with our kids. And I believe that that responsibility falls on the parents. Even if your kids are in public school, Honestly, even if they're in private school or Christian school, it's our responsibility to ask the questions and to take time to do the educating of our kids, um, even if it takes a little time at the dinner table or time set aside on a weekend or whatever that looks like for you. But I just want to encourage you um, with that information. I want to, I was, I hope that that's helpful to you. And I really do hope that you will investigate the Founder's Bible. And if you don't have one, I hope that you'll purchase one. I think that you'll find it to be a huge blessing to you. So um, that's all I have for today. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. The next episode I'm excited about is actually going to be an interview with Senator Mike Moon. So we're going to talk about uh, the, the legislation that he got passed this past session, which is the SAFE Act. We're going to talk about um, the rest of the legislative session, sort of an overview, how he felt about it, some of the challenges that he experienced. And we're also going to talk about some of the unconstitutional things that happen in our legislation here in Jefferson City. So I hope that you will check back on Friday when that episode drops. And I hope that you'll have a wonderful week between now and then. Thanks for joining me and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for spending some time with me today. I really appreciate it. I hope you found it beneficial and valuable. I'd really encourage you in the next few days to pick up your Bible and grab the practical tools you need to arise and build. Don't forget to subscribe and check out the blog at jodygrace.com. I'll see you soon.